Hey, 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 you guys. What's going on? Welcome to The Camera Adds 10 Pounds. That's right. I'm your host, Peter Sears. What's up? Uh, before we start, you guys know what to do. If you could do me a favor, this podcast is brought to you by my good friends at PerfectShaker.com. Perfect Shaker. They make Perfect Shaker Cups. That's right. They have superheroes, baseball, Game of Thrones, freaking serial killer, like scary movies, serial killer, all kinds of fun shaker cups. They have workout towels, wrist straps, wrist straps. They have meal prep bags, meal prep containers, you name it. If there's a fitness lover in your life, you could probably get them something really cool at perfectshaker.com. And if you use my promo code 10 pounds, the word 10, the word pounds, you will save 15% off of your order. And as always, this podcast is brought to you by my good friends at Bucked Up Supplements. You guys, it's January. Some of you guys are still hitting the gym, I hope, or getting whatever your workouts are are supposed to be. Hopefully, you guys are still into that, I hope. Um, Do yourselves a favor, whether you're trying to lose weight, gain muscle, run marathons like your boy, do yourselves a favor. Go to buckedup.com. Enter the promo code 10 pounds, the number 10, the word pounds. You will save 20% off your order. You could even order sample packs. If you don't want to commit to like a whole month's supply of something, order a sample pack. You will not be disappointed, I promise. All right, you guys. What's going on? Sorry I missed you guys last week. You don't care. Maybe you do. I don't know. Um, I got to start with, hopefully, this is the, uh, we're in technically, I guess, the third week of January, fourth week of January, I don't know, one, two, three, I guess this is the fourth week, I don't know how that works, but anyway, hopefully you guys are staying consistent, you know, I laid it out for you guys, pointer-wise, you know, last time, talked about ashwagandha a little bit, that was exciting, but at the end of the day, you know, now we are at the time, like I said, it's been three or four weeks, depending on how you look at it, and I've noticed that my gym, nothing really changed for me because I work out so early. No one's, you know, there ain't no crowds at 5 o'clock, 5.30, 6 o'clock. Like, 6 o'clock it gets a little bit busier, and I feel like most people start to come around 7 so they can get in there before 8. But anyway, my point is I haven't really been affected too much, although there was a couple days where I had to work out in the afternoon, and I realized that people at the gym that I work at annoy the fuck out of me. Here's the, I'm actually, I'll start with this and then we'll get into what I wanted to talk about. Um, this is just a hack that I've learned. So I don't know what you guys know about me and how much I work out, hopefully a lot, but when I work out, dude, I'm literally at the gym. If you're counting the fact, cause I lift and I do cardio, most people just lift or do cardio. Some people do a little of both. I do a lot of both. Okay. I'm still I have my, my next marathon is March 2nd, so I'm about six weeks away from that. So I got to run still. Um, I'm lifting because I'm trying to get stronger because I want to look like a fucking professional wrestler. <laughs> Not really, but kind of. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're always just striving to improve. That's the main thing. Just continuing to improve upon whatever it is that you have. Right. And. Uh, a while ago, I taught myself. I spent so much time at the gym anyway, and I noticed, like, you know, our in between sets, you know, I was guilty of it, too. I might check a text, you know, waiting for her to text me or waiting for that email or whatever it might be. 
it's distracting me from my workouts. And before I know it, you know, what was supposed to be a, a, a one-minute rest period has now become, a, you know, three to four-minute rest period. And I don't need to spend any more time at the gym than I'm already spending, right? Yeah, exactly. So what I've been doing over the last few months, I haven't even, I don't know if I've even talked about this, but in my gym has like a charging station at the front of it. And so when I get to the gym, I put my phone on that fucking charger and then I don't touch it. I don't touch it until I'm finished working out, period. And it keeps me more focused during my workouts. So there's a tip. I'm walking around, this is literally yesterday, okay? It was raining, so I'll run in cold, I'll run in fucking freezing temperatures, but I'm not running in the fucking rain, dude. Not like hard rain like it was raining. And I wanted to run on the treadmill at the gym, and there's four treadmills at the gym. It's a small gym, and I'm looking at the gym, at the treadmills, and everybody on the treadmill is walking, walking on a flat treadmill, no incline, no speed, just a very comfortable, brisk pace. Every single one of them, I wanted to take a picture, but I don't want Joey Swole to get mad at me. <laughs> They're all hunched over looking at their phones the whole fucking time. Looking at their phones with their head hunched down, creating worse posture than they all already had, and not really pushing themselves. Here's, a, here's a, just a little fitness tip. If you're on a treadmill and it's a normal treadmill and you're walking and the treadmill's flat, you're not doing shit, dude, okay? It's not doing anything for you. It's doing all the work for you and if you're walking so slow that you're able to fuck around on your phone and just stare at it, then you're not working hard enough. Probably why none of these people were in shape. I don't fucking care, dude, okay? If you're gonna go to the gym, I, I, I respect you, you know, I'm proud of you, but if you're gonna go to the gym, Make that shit count, dude. Stop wasting your fucking time and then being like, oh, I can't lose weight. I don't know why I've been going to the gym. No, you've been going and fucking walking on a flat treadmill while you're fucking texting and I don't know what the fuck else you're doing on your phone. Leave that shit alone. Put it away. Okay? Put it away completely. I promise you, you will see better results that way. And don't even get me started on the people fucking chit-chatting and talking and bullshitting the whole fucking time. Do you know... I don't know one person's name at my gym. I will say this. Travis Tapplechay, who's been on the podcast before, my comic friend, I'll see him at the gym sometimes, and I'll talk to him for a couple minutes if I'm done or whatever. Or he'll come up to me and talk to me. But, you know, we talked for a couple minutes, and then be like, oh, I'll let you get back to it, man. Because, like, I'm not fucking there to chit-chat, dude. These people are sitting there talking to each other, having full-length fucking conversations over the gym. Like, I can hear over my noise canceling headphones none of them are in shape by the way either okay none of them are in shape gee i wonder why because you're too busy fucking bullshitting being friends with everybody at the gym and fucking texting in between sets and wasting your fucking time don't tell people that you spend two hours at the gym you spent 10 minutes at the gym the rest of the time you spent bullshitting and fucking texting i spent two hours at the gym not you Glad I got that out of my system. <laughs> okay, cool. That's my fitness tip to you guys. Put your fucking phones away and stop fucking talking to people. Anyway, 
Last weekend was Martin Luther King Jr. weekend. Not one of you guys wished me a happy MLK day. It's weird that people will say, like, happy MLK because he got shot, assassinated, but it is what it is. Um, I am one-eighth black, so the fact that none of you guys wish me a happy MLK day, it's a little racist, if I'm being honest. But anyway, um, I played baseball last weekend, you guys, for the first time in over a year. And, uh, you know, I think I talked about it a few weeks ago. I'd, I started going to batting cages again, and it just... It just made me really happy. Like it, it makes my heart feel really good because baseball is something that's been in my life the whole time. Like I can remember back to before I did comedy and before I did podcasts and what my life was like. Like, you know, I still had ambitions of making it in the entertainment industry and everything, but it was different. You know, my life my life was not yet consumed by this fucking thing, but like I played baseball and I loved baseball. My life was consumed by that. And to an extent, it still is a little bit, you know, like I still love baseball and watch a ton and, you know, um, but I haven't played in a while. And, you know, a lot of my friends aren't playing anymore, you know, so there's really, you know, I, I played with essentially two guys from high school and then two guys that went to Ontario High School uh, my buddies Jacob and Javi and everybody else was a bunch of guys that I didn't know but even just being on the field with those guys kind of like made me feel good and then you know once I kind of got the juices flowing made a couple plays in the outfield and it was like fuck man I love I love this you know like it's crazy to think that like I don't know 10 years ago or so maybe not that long but around there I had kind of decided that I wasn't going to play baseball anymore just because I felt like I was too old and, you know, a lot of my guys were getting soft, which is still the case, you know, point point taken, you know, the fact that only two of the guys that were on this tournament team I went to high school with, like all the other guys, I guess my buddy Juan was playing with us too. He's my best friend's brother's best friend. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I've been playing with him. Like, he's like kind of like a little brother because I've known him forever as well. But, you know, it's uh, it just felt really good to be back out there and, you know, not have to have these like conversations about this club's not booking me. And, you know, I'm not passed at this club and this guy's got 100,000 followers now. And like, you know, that's kind of the stuff we talk about as comedians amongst ourselves, you know. I don't, I don't really dwell on the negative so much because I know that my time is going to come. I've, 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 you guys have heard it, but I'm, I'm very confident in that, especially every time I get on stage and fucking do something and, you know, just, I just, I'm very confident and my time is going to come, you know, it might be tomorrow by the time this fucking podcast drops, who knows, you know, um, but to be out there and just be, you know, a baseball player and essentially, you know, be a kid you know, and getting dirty and, you know, getting base knocks and stealing bases and, like I said, making plays and just throwing the ball, dude. Like, it's such a piece of my life that I forgot. I kind of forgot how much I loved it, you know? And it's a little bittersweet because I'm traveling so much over the next few months that I can't really play on Sundays anymore, you know? But I'm definitely looking forward to playing in the Memorial Day tournament in May. Um, hopefully we can get more of our high school guys to come because it's just fun, dude, to think about the fact that, you know, we're all about to be either either we're 45 or we're about to be 45. 
and we still get to play baseball and like not look necessarily like the old guys do you know what i mean like we we played in this tournament and we won the tournament that we played in you know we played in 35 and older division which we could have played in the 45 and older division but we stuck to the 35 and older and we won dude and it was fun man like it was a lot of fun and i played well i didn't play my first couple games i mean i hit okay like i got i don't know i got i was on base a bunch of times like i had like four or five walks three hits a couple stolen bases a couple rbis like i did i did good you know um, made, like I said, made plays in the outfield. Like that's like riding a bike for me, and it was just fun being back out there. And you know, I again, you know, with the grind of comedy and like the business aspect of it all, and you know, it it, it can wear on my psyche a little bit. You know, I, I get frustrated when people don't email me back and whatever, and it's just like the politics of it all. And but then I just remember, like, oh yeah, like. I'm a comedian, but like, there's also other things that I enjoy and that were in my life before comedy and they still make me happy. And, you know, the main thing is just like doing things that make us happy, you know, like so many people, I feel like just work, work, work. And, you know, and I get it. Sometimes you have to, and I, and I have to also, like I work my ass off, which is why it was nice to just be out there. So the, the moral that I'm trying to, 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 to get across here is just you know, don't forget to make time to do the things that you love, you guys. Like, we have our whole lives, you know, right here. And a lot of us just spend it working and hating it. And then we're wondering why we're, you know, upset or angry or tired or miserable. And it's just like, yeah, dude, you don't, you got to take the time to, to do the things that make your heart happy. You know, like, and I don't have kids, you know, as you guys know. So I don't get that. But I know there's a lot of people that are like, oh, my kids bring me my joy. And like, I mean, I get that. But like, your kids are going to be out of the house at some point. And then you still got to remember what makes you happy. Like, don't forget the things that make you happy, that feed your soul. You know, it's, it's great. You're caring for another person. You're, you're, you're doing a selfless act by, you know, taking full responsibility for this person. But also like, you know, don't forget the things that you love, dude, because life is all about just being happy. You know, I, I've, you guys all know, I, I've been someone that's had, you know, an, a, a pretty messed up set of circumstances and whatnot, but like, I, I always just try to stay happy, dude. Like, if that's my flaw is, you know, maybe not, uh, not investing my money and being good at saving money and whatever, but like, I do things that make me happy, man. You know, when you die, you can't take any of that fucking money with you. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. So anyway, I played baseball. We won our tournament. I can't wait to play again Memorial Day weekend. Probably can't play on Sundays, but baseball makes me happy. I really love it. Um, next order of business. I spent the weekend in Wisconsin where it was cold as fuck. <laughs> Um, I'm very excited, you guys. So there's a there's a chain of comedy clubs. Uh, this is I'll tell you guys. You guys have an exclusive here. Uh, there's a chain of comedy clubs called the Comedy Zone, mainly on the East Coast, Pittsburgh, North Carolina, Florida, um, some other places too. And they also like have a bunch of other shows that they that they 
like book four, like the one that I, the one that I did in Wisconsin. And so I've been trying to get in with them for years, you guys. I'm talking years, probably 10 years since I started like emailing people and trying to get, you know, work on the road. And uh, I finally worked with a headliner a couple years ago who uh, told me that I can email these guys and say that he referred me, which is huge. It goes such a long way when you can get someone to, we call it vouching, when you can get someone to vouch for you, it's like getting a letter of referral or something like, it's more valuable than any credit that you might have, you know, and so I did it, and then the guy was like, okay, like, I'll send you something, and he been going back and forth for like two years, because I want to work his clubs, and then he finally gave me a gig, he's like, I got a gig for you, and for me, I'm like, it's kind of like an audition, like, it's not at one of his clubs. It's at one of the theaters that he books. And so that's why I was w- w- in Wisconsin. But I ended up booking a couple other gigs around there as well. So I had a fun little weekend. It was really fucking cold, dude. It was it was in the negatives at night, like in the middle of the night, dude, which is way too cold. I went outside a little bit, but there was snow everywhere. Like they hadn't... They like cleared it like on the roads and stuff, but the sidewalks were all covered and everything was just a mess i couldn't really run outside i wanted to try to run in those temperatures because i i think the coldest that i've ever ran was when i was up in like eastern washington last year and it was like nine degrees i want to say so this would have been the coldest that i ever ran in but unfortunately i didn't get to do it so whatever but the shows were great dude people in wisconsin are so nice you guys they are so nice and welcoming like you guys want to talk about you guys want to talk about southern hospitality dude these guys have i guess do you call it northern hospitality i guess i don't know what you would call it it was uh just everybody was so friendly and white <laughs> like even the guy that was opening for me one of the nights was just like so polite and like oh yeah so uh are you gonna do this and you know, he was just such a nice guy like not even like in like a oh like a like a pussy way like you're just like you're just like dude, everyone's just so friendly and i did a corporate gig and then i got on another show that was at a winery that was pretty sweet and i'll tell you this man i did a show on saturday at a theater I, i'm really enjoying doing shows in theaters when i get the opportunity but there were quite a few elderly people at my show and i was like oh boy i i'm always scared when i see a lot of old people coming to my show because i don't think my material translates and every single time the old people like surprise me by laughing at my shit dude and i'm like wait you get my comp like you get that you, that's funny to you? Like, that's fucking crazy. Like, I'm always so shocked. I'm always so shocked when the old people like me because it, cause I just don't think that they're going to get what I'm saying. Like I, you know, I cuss a lot, and but they had the best time, dude. Like, the people were so, like I said, they were so nice. I sold a lot of shit after the show, and it, I, I thought that nobody was going to come. Also, 
which is probably why it was a lot of old people because the Packers were playing literally at the same time that my show was. I, I saw that and I was like, oh, God damn it. And they're playing the 49ers, dude. No one's going to come to my fucking show. But we had a decent turnout and I had fun. And like I said, people bought stuff and it just, you know, I, I'm going to get a little, uh, I don't know if vulnerable is the word that I was looking for, but honest, open, transparent, vulnerable, I guess. I don't know, dude. Um, I woke up on... So, okay, <laughs> we, we can flash back a little bit. So, as you guys may or may not know, I do a monthly show in Apple Valley at the Dream Lounge. Next one, February 29th, if you're in the high desert, come. But uh, the crowd at the show on Thursday was not very good. They were, they were kind of weird and sh- not shitty. Just they were just like kind of like a dud. They weren't really laughing a ton, and so I didn't do very well at my show on Thursday. And like, the thing is too is like there are people that come like every time, and so I try to like do different material every time because I don't want them to hear the same jokes, even though there are people that come that haven't seen me before or whatever so they don't know but just for me like knowing that there are people in the audience that have seen me before I'm always like oh dude I gotta switch it up a little bit and sometimes the jokes don't work but sometimes it's the crowd because I was doing a little bit of both jokes that I know work and then messing around a little bit and they weren't laughing at anything and I was just like okay so like it didn't really feel that great then I woke up Friday and I thought to myself I've been trying to get in with these guys, the Comedy Zone, for years. And now here, now I'm finally getting an opportunity. And not only that, I'm headlining. And I don't know about you guys, but I don't know if there's any comedians that listen. Doubt it. But when I started this thing, I started this whole thing because I was sad. And I had always wanted to try comedy. And my ex and I had just broken up. And I needed something that I could do to take my mind off of her, but that also didn't make me think about her. So I had to think about all the things, because everything that we did together, you know, even if it was something I liked, now it's hard for me to do because we're not together anymore. You know how that works? In a breakup, you know, like everything reminds you of that person, you know? And, uh, you know, I just, I wanted to find a thing, and that thing was comedy. I never in a million years thought that here we go, 11 years later, and now I'm headlining, you know, across the country. And so I woke up, you know, that that Friday, and I was just like, like, I was emotional. Because I'm not, I mean, I'm not, anywhere near where I want to be but like I'm getting closer and closer I'm getting more and more headline gigs on my own I might add no manager no representation no famous people fucking hooking me up with anything like just from busting my ass dude just from sending countless emails making countless clips you know posting them editing them you know, putting the words on them, like all these different things that we have to do that kind of go along 
with the job description of being a comedian, you know, doing a podcast, doing three podcasts, just all these different things are all working towards the same goal, which is being able to sell tickets, you know, and I, like I said, I woke up and I was emotional because I'm going, I'm getting paid to go to another state that I have been to. I've been to Wisconsin before a couple of times, but I'm getting paid to go somewhere to do comedy. Like, how fucking cool is that? I'm going two time zones over. Or no, that's not true. No, yeah, it is true. They were two hours ahead. That's two time zones. And just, I just never thought that that was going to come when I was doing stand-up for the first time 11 years ago. Like, and it's real. And I'm only getting better. And I'm only getting hungrier and hustling harder. And it's like, the stuff's going to keep coming. And like I said, the, the that was like the first emo, and I was just like, I, th- I think about how proud my mom would be of me, how much she'd probably tell all her friends, and how she would share my content on social media. You know, some of you fucking assholes don't share my shit, but you listen to all the podcasts, you watch all the clips, but then you don't think about sharing it. How many times I got to tell you guys the importance of sharing my content? Share that shit, dude. It's fucking free. This podcast is free. I give a lot of free shit, dude. But if you share it, it helps other people find it. Maybe other people will think I'm funny, too. Maybe other people will think this podcast is funny, too. Do you see what I'm saying? Anyway, um, yeah, so, so, so that day was really emotional for me. Just to like, you know, like I did it, dude. Like I, I, I endured a pandemic where I lost so much work you know, going through a breakup that I'm, you know, still recovering from and just all the people that didn't believe in me and like, I'm fucking doing it, dude. So many people that I know started when I started and they're not doing comedy anymore and we're still fucking in it. We're still grinding. We're waiting on working cruises and everything like like things are happening, you guys, and it feels great. And so I got emotional, you know, I'm, I'm heading... I'm going to headline. I'm going to headline this weekend in Ohio. By the way, I'll be at Crackpots Comedy Club this Friday and Saturday, January 26th and 27th, Maslin, Ohio. O H I O. Be there. I'm uh, you know, I'm excited. It's not like my dream job, but any job where I get paid to do comedy is my dream job technically. So I guess it is my dream job. But anyway, you guys. I just wanted to touch base with you guys. Sorry I wasn't here last week. I've just been busy, but keep your eye out, man, because we're doing big things. I appreciate all of you. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, leave a review. Thank you so much. I'll see you guys next time.